All right, welcome to Empower You Crown Up, where this is where we empower moms, educators, and entrepreneurs to live their best life and continue to prioritize their mental health by putting themselves first so they can cultivate better relationships. So today we have a special guest today. Her name is Miss Sharice Campbell, and she is going to be talking to us about empowerment and tell us a little bit about herself and what she does. We know that she's an educator for one thing, and that's why we just connected from the time I met her because educators know educators. (laughs) So without further ado, Miss Sharice, we are so excited to have you with us today. Hey, I am so glad to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity um, to speak and to be a part of your podcast. I appreciate it. Yes, well, I'm so glad to finally get you on. Tell us about you, what it is that you do. Who are you? Um, I am Sharice Campbell. <laughs> like you said, I am an educator. I've been an educator for the past four and a half years. Um, I am a mom of two, um, a boy and a girl. Um, yeah, and that is pretty much just me. That is my identity, you know, just being an educator, being one who teaches and being a mom. So, yes. Oh, my goodness. I love that. And so with that, and, you know, I do a lot of things about self-care and prioritizing your mental health. Do you? How do you feel that you actually prioritize yourself? Because we know education, you all have so many students, and you're like the mom to everyone. <laughs> yes, I have like I have so many students, and I prioritize things. myself by just letting, continuing to remind myself, like, hey, you're not. If you're not okay, they will not be okay. And I live by that when it comes to my children and my students. So I got to make sure that, hey, I'm taking time out at least once every two weeks to either, you know, go get a massage, get my hands and feet done, just have a day to myself, like just complete, utter silence in my home, like no one's here except for me. Um, Just making sure I'm super intentional when it comes to me time. Yes, and I love how you say you have to be intentional. Um, That's something that I talk about a lot is being intentional because if not, you'll find yourself like steady taking yourself and putting yourself on the back burner and putting everybody else's needs above yours. But when you need something, no one is anywhere to be found. (laughs) And so I love how you say you go and you get a massage or you do something for you or you make sure that there's peace and quiet in your house. So how do you do that as far as making sure there's peace and quiet in your house? Like, do you schedule the kiddos for a parent's night out or do you have a family member who helps you? Like, how do you do that? That is um, such a great question. I know a lot of people like um, moms may struggle with that. So, yes, First of all, I definitely just explain to my children, like, hey, you know, mommy needs this time to herself, you know, like, so please, you know, don't think I'm trying to just get rid of you. So I explain to my child and then either I send them to um, my best friend's house because um, she's there by her mom. So I'm like, hey, you know, it's your turn. Bye bye. <laughs> or I'll send them to my mom's house where she's like super open. She loves her grandkids being over there. So. Yes, or, you know, like, I'll send my son to his dad's um, or my daughter to her family members as well. So, yes. 
Okay, I love that. And so you have some support. And I'm glad you said that because it's so important for us to have a key support system, somebody we can trust to be around our kids. Because there's so much going on, and I feel like so many people fear having someone or allowing their kids, you know, to go and be with a family member, somebody they can trust. Because we're always in control, you know, when you're a mom and you're working, you just, you're always doing something. You got to do this. You got to balance that. But I love how you said that you explained that to your kids. Like, hey, mommy's not trying to get rid of you and mommy needs it so mommy can recharge and be better. So, and I feel like- oh no, you're good. You guys going to say, so that's amazing. Yes. And I feel like they totally understand they're like super in tune with me we're in tune with each other and they they feel when I get to the point where I'm just like okay children like okay I need some time for me so they're just like okay mom we understand because we see that you need some time <laughs> <laughs> yes because and you know that brings me to as a mom like I don't know about for you but I know when you get to the moment of you just you're, you're overwhelmed and you just stressed out you got deadlines to me it's like you're yelling at everybody or you're just, like, frustrated. How have you noticed in yourself? Like, what are those changes within your body that you've noticed within you when you are overwhelmed or frustrated or you just need a break? Yes, and I definitely feel it in my body. I feel it all over my body. I feel, like, a, a sense of, like, my body gets tense all around from, like, my head. And I feel it in my chest. I feel it in my tummy. You know, it just gets and I feel just an uncomfort and a, um, you know, just high anxiety. And when I get like that, I'm just like, okay, I need some time to come back down and to get myself together. And it's mentally, physically, and emotionally. Because, you know, when you feel the uncomfort in your body, it messes with your emotions as well. Like, and it messes with you mentally as well. So all of that is connected. And that is why it's, like, so important for a mom or anyone in that case to really take the time out for themselves, to get themselves back together. Because all of it is connecting. You want to make sure you are taking care of you. Yes. You know, and that's so true because, like, I talked about Oprah Winfrey. I love her quote when she said, you know, you have to learn to fill up your cup first because if not, others will run you dry. And I think a lot of times we lose our identity when we're, you know, if you're a wife, you're a mom, you work, and you're like, man, who am I? Because in those moments I don't have the kids, I'm literally feeling like, okay, what do do I do? Like, what does Brittany like to do? (laughs) And it's hard. It is so hard. But I love that if you schedule it and you make sure that you're doing things that you want to do or that you desire to do, it helps you keep that balance. And as a mental health therapist, I've talked to a lot of parents who become empty nesters. And it's hard for them because their identity was wrapped around their children, you know, doing sports and doing this and doing that. So then when their children left, they literally had like a crisis or slipped into depression because they were like, I don't know what to do with myself. Like I did everything with my kids. (laughs) So what advice would you give to that person who is like, so wrapped into their identity or in their job and they have literally lost themselves. Um, advice I would give to a person 
is struggling with their identity after, you know, it's been wrapped around their children or their job is to find another way. (laughs) (laughs) To identify yourself with. Um, Like, I always say, you know, to my mom, because she's like, oh, you know, your children come first. She, She was one who didn't really believe in She's one who doesn't believe in, you know, um, getting breaks. You know, my mom never gets a break. I didn't. So my mom does stuff like that or tells me things like that. Mm. And I, oh, no, that is not I am definitely going to get my, the time to myself. And also, when I become older, I want my kids to be independent enough so that, you know, they're able to stand on their own two feet, raise their own family successfully. And I'm going to be out traveling in the world. That's why. Yes. <laughs> so yes. I already got it planned out. <laughs> That's why I take, um, you know, just the the thought of, like, my retirement and all that stuff. I take that seriously and I think about that ahead of time um, because I'm like, hey, when I get older, I want to be in a place where I don't have to find a job or I don't have to work. I can do, I can feel free. I can be free. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like get to a certain age we should be free so um like I said like you know when your children decide to leave and raise a family of their own or make their own family you find another identity so you were a mom or an educator before now you're a traveler of the world yeah you know that's my you know that is my uh, advice to them like find a new identity I love that because the key is you have to have something that you are looking forward to. And I I think it's great to be in the present moment. But if you have some goals and dreams and aspirations, that's going to help you to be like, oh, wow, I can't wait for the kids to get there. I can't wait. Like, I love you. But hey, I'm ready to travel world. I love you. But I got to join this bowling league or whatever it is that you truly enjoy doing and you're right you know the older generation they're so big on you know you know I didn't do this until my kids did (laughs) but I'm seeing now that um, from the counselor perspective and working with students and adults but working with a lot of students like I can't tell you how many students get enrolled or come in and they've lost their mother and I always wonder, I'm like, man, did that mother get a chance to live her life or, you know, just be free? Or was she so stressed out because she was worrying about, you know, how she's going to make ends meet or how she's going to do this or do this for her children or her family that she didn't even get to enjoy her life? And we don't want to be like that, but we know that we have to take steps to get there where we desire to be. And we can have both. Like, we don't have to pick and choose. Like, we can be a super mom and also a super, you know, author, speaker, travel the world, whatever, right? Yes, absolutely. With balance. With balance. So, I think that's amazing. And I want to talk about your childhood. For example, did you ever dream of being an educator or being who you are today as an author? Or did was this something that kind of happened in a sense? So, going to just the authorship, I've always wanted to be a writer. That is definitely my dream. And me, it's, it's my dream. It's my passion. I've been writing since I was 
like a child. Um, and knowing that I wanted my education to follow, um, I wanted my education to follow my dream and my passion of becoming a writer. So that's why I decided to get a degree in communication. That's why I decided to get a degree in film and media. But reflecting back, I realized like, hey, I should have thought a little bit further, you know, because I'm like, okay, maybe I should have not gotten such broad degrees and really just focus on English and then creative writing. I was just reflecting on that the other day that, hey, I could have went in different directions. Um, Though... I realized that my journey is not over and, you know, I chose the, the, the road that I've taken for a reason because I was literally the first person in my immediate family to go to college. So, um, you know, just making all the decisions for myself as a child, um, what I would say I'm grateful and I, I'm super blessed to have figured it, figured it out and navigated, you know, the world of education at such a young age. Um, so yes, it was definitely my dream to always become an author, and I'm so, um, I've had certain, like, um, I've had articles published, but I've never had, like, a, a book published, and I'm working on my first book to get published, and I'm super excited about that, um, so yeah. Yes, that is so exciting, congratulations. So what I'm hearing you say is you always dreamed of being a writer, uh, it's always been in you, but you had to take those leaps of faith um, to get to where you are today. Absolutely, yes. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because you made me think about after talking to so many youth and so many teens, they really believe, not all of them, but a lot of them believe that things are supposed to kind of fall into your lap and you just receive it. And I tell them all the time, I don't know any great basketball players or any great, anyone who was great at anything that only gave it one shot (laughs) or or didn't have a plan, you know, it's crazy. (laughs) That is great advice. Great advice. Even as an adult, we still have those thoughts of like, oh gosh, can you please just like open this door? (laughs) Save me. get ready to close out do you have a favorite quote or favorite scripture or something that you would love to share as a way to empower our audience to keep going because we know life be life and it get hard out here like I say it gets hard in these streets but (laughs) we just keep doing what we can and doing the best that we can because motherhood does not come with a manual and it's just like we're just doing the best that we can so what words of advice or do you have a quote or a scripture that you would give to our audience? I do. And I was just looking at this quote earlier in the week. Um, it's by Nelson Mandela. And it says, it seems impossible until it's done. Period. Mm. Yes, that's so true. I love that. You know, and just thinking about that. <clears throat> seeming impossible until it's done. That is so true. Because think about while we're working out. You made me think about working out. <laughs> 
It seems impossible. Why are you doing it? Why are you going up the stairmaster? You're like, oh my goodness. But once you get done, you're like, I feel great. Like we did it. Like we did 30 minutes on the stairmaster. Like we did this. <laughs> Now that I'm writing a book, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got so many chapters left. Like, what am I going to get done? I don't know. Like, it seems impossible right now. But then I'm thinking about how I'm going to stay consistent and keep on working toward it. And I'm going to be like, okay, now it's done. Yes. (laughs) It's no longer impossible. That's right. That's right. I love that. Well, how can our audience... Stay connected with you and just get to, you know, just know all about Sharice and what Sharice does. Definitely follow me on Instagram at Yo Teacher Mom. It's Yo underscore Teacher Mom. And um, I'm also on LinkedIn, Sharice Campbell. Um, so, yeah, definitely go out and follow, follow, follow my social medias. I love it. Well, thanks so much, Sharice, for you being a special guest on Empower You Crown Up, where we empower our moms, our entrepreneurs, and educators to just be great and keep going, to prioritize their mental health, and cultivate those better relationships. Because when you don't prioritize you, everything around you starts to crumble. But at least if you put yourself first, then you can feel a little bit better as you navigate life and do this thing called life day in and day out. Well, again, Sharice, thank you so much for being our special guest tonight. And everyone, make sure you go and follow Sharice. I love that name. Yo underscore teacher mom. I love it. I love it. And also follow on other platforms at Sharice Campbell. Thank you so much for joining us today. For having me. Have a blessed one. You too.